The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans to a Falls Count Anywhere Friday edition of Busted Open here on the podcast edition of Busted Open. I'm Ryan McKinnell in for Dave LaGreca. Got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, with me here on this Friday, and we are diving into the news of the last 24 hours in the pro wrestling world. More releases from WWE. How many more can we expect, and what does it mean for the future of the company? We dive into that with Mark here on this episode, and speaking of diving in, we dive in with the true, one of the true legends of the professional wrestling business is Gerald Briscoe stops by to share some stories that, well, you can only hear here on a Friday edition of Busted Open. So let's get it going. Click play, relax, sit back. Let's get it going. It's Busted Open on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. WWE announcing another round of cuts. That's right. Another round of cuts courtesy of the WWE and some of the names include, I know you know this, Mark, but I'm reading out the names for maybe some of the nation that missed it. John Morrison, gone. Top dollar Ashante Adonis and Isaiah Swerve Scott, gone. That's Hit Row, in case you didn't know. Hit Row, no longer Hit Row. Tegan Knox gone. Drake Maverick, gone. Shane Thorne, gone. Jackson Riker, gone. Uh, Mark, I don't even know where we start with this. It's just kind of another head-shaking moment, especially, Mark, the week of a pay-per-view, which in terms of that, we'll get to that, what that might mean and why the WWE chose to do this so close to one of their big four pay-per-views. But just on the surface, another round of cuts, uh, another group of talented performers looking for more work, which I'm sure in this era that we're talking about a professional wrestling, it will eventually come. But uh, sad day nonetheless, Mark. You know, it's a sad day uh, if you allow it to be. You know, like I think that the uh, getting up and, and, and putting your right foot forward, your best foot forward uh, under adversity is a plus. And we talked about this before the show started. Like, it's, 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 you find out a lot about somebody. You find out about the character when it's raining. You know, when, 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 when you're deep in the darkness and the trouble, when it's bright and sunny and everything's all good, you, you can't tell somebody's character. You just see the representative. But now we get to see the people stand the up and, and, and be real and, and, and bounce back yeah. and, and have some, 
um, have some resiliency in, 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 in your focus and, and getting back to work because the work really never stops. It really never stops. Anybody driving right now, doing the laundry, cleaning, working, whatever you're doing, you know the work never stops. It never stops. Be you know what? I'm gonna tell you my my one of my I tell you I talk about my favorite coach all the time, Rip Rogers. Yes, you Rip do. Rogers used to say, and Pastor, I'm sorry because I am quoting Rip Rogers. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought easy I thought we were good discuss it on Friday. I thought it was easy only with I the judgment this morning. I thought it was I thought it was only the weekend cussing we had to worry about. No, 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 Pastor, he, oh, uh, he no. on me. Oh. He on me. Okay. He said, Mark, you're better okay. than that. Your vocabulary is too <laughs> it's too vast. You, you, you have other words to describe. I can't. I'm sorry. This is this is a Rip Rogers original. Be over fucking prepared. If it can come, it will come. And that is the God's the honest truth. And and well, and, and all of these guys and girls. That it what is it, 177, 178 people now? Oh, I don't I I just know the, from the, the tally Mark, the tally is high of the new year. Yes. From the start of the new year, it's been eighty. But if you go back to I mean, I go back to like when this really started coming down and the cuts started coming hard and heavy, I think back to like Renee Young even. Like when I heard Renee got cut, I was like Renee, like the the ultra talented Renee, and this was like a year and a half ago, right? But it's just been like an avalanche since then, Mark. Of of yeah, if it, if it is 150, 160, 170, it wouldn't surprise me. It's an it's a lot of talent and a lot of wrestlers that have been procured by WWE, right? And then subsequently dumped within you know take your pick of months, years, whatever the case may be. Right. I mean, there, there's a lot of people, right. but you're gonna find out the talent of these people. You talk about Renee Young, unbelievably yeah. talented. No question. Drake Maverick, uh, like just wrestling, minimal in his repertoire of talents. He can produce, he can direct, he can write. The dude is, I mean, like unbelievably creative. He's somebody that you talk to about uh, making strategic moves. Like he he's he's a preemptive striker in his wrestling and in philosophy. And you don't always think about that. Like who's who's the smart guys, Mark? Oh, name that you, you start Daniel Daniel Bryan. Glenn Jacobs. Oh, sure. You you start, you know, and, and then you work your way to there there are some really I mean like Ivy League smart people that have multiple talents. They do IT. They they <laughs> I mean it's, it's 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 so much that they could do. Why not before you fire them? How about tap into some of that? And I think that those 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 men and women will they'll bounce back and they'll use all the skills they have. That's that's what you learn when you when you when when one thing goes away. Because my physical prowess has gone away. I'm not the strongest man in the world anymore. Once upon a time, man, I walked around this planet bulletproof. I had to use my brain when my body went away. And every last one of them will tap into that. I have no doubt whatsoever. Well, 
I'm glad that you brought up Drake Maverick because formerly in another life, Mr. Rockstar Spud, now Drake Maverick, Maverick, whatever you want to call him, right? This was a man who was uh, living this story just a few months ago, right? Drake Maverick was a part of releases. I think as most of us know, he released a video, an immediate reaction video at the time of his initial release all those months ago. He was distraught, understandably so. He was uh, emotionally raw, a raw nerve uh, on video, showing and telling the world what he was feeling and what he was going through. And subsequently, Mark, that video actually got him rehired. That uh, that emotion that he showed, the, the 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 support that he got from the professional wrestling world, it played it played well for him. It 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 it, it allowed him to continue his career in the WWE. Mark, that career at least for the time being, ended last night when he was released. But Drake Maverick, learning from his past, learning that nothing lasts forever, especially in the WWE. Mark, you saw this video uh, before the show started. I've seen this video. Nation, I hope you've seen this video. If you haven't seen this video, it's too long for us to play. Okay, it's like four minutes long. But trust when I say it's one of the best, most creative pieces of content that I can remember in recent memory, Mark. Drake Maverick released a video last night, 10 minutes after, something like that, like 10 minutes after his release, essentially setting up the next chapter. Whatever is going to happen in his professional wrestling life, he set up the next chapter and played on his release. I don't don't like want to give it away. It's just this ultra creative video acknowledging the release and setting up what is next. It's highly produced. He clearly, Mark, had that on deck. He was ready for the next time he was going to be released, and he's making it work for him. For me, not just a blueprint in, like, how to carry yourself as a worker and how to set yourself up for the future, but, Mark, a blueprint in how to be a man, how to be a human being, how to be a a, a successful person and have a successful mindset and how to plan for the future. I know you love it. And how to stand up. He, he, he said yeah. that multiple times. Stand up. Why is your head down? You're a success. Levels of success is different for everybody. I have a friend in a wheelchair that couldn't walk. Now he can stand and put his hands on the basin and brush his teeth himself. Fucking success. That's success. <laughs> he didn't win a million dollars. He stood up. And I don't want to get on here and preach this morning because I'm fired up because I know what failure is. I know what success is. I've had them both. And I think everybody listening with ears right now has had them both. Some people are born with failure and then they rise. Some people are born with success and then they fall. But either way, when that adversity comes, you have got to stand your ass up, figure out what you're good at, and go. And go. And in this business that I love so much, I see it on both sides. I've had to, I've had to dish it out. But I never have dished it out without saying, Hey, what about your other gifts? What about your other talents? And if you're still passionate about this one, stand up. Be like, find out what, where you, what's your weakness. 
fix it. Come back better the next time. And, and that, that talk has to be made. But it seems like we're having that talk an awful lot. And yeah. um, I don't think that it's the end of it. I, 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 I just don't think that it's over. This is something that we, we're going to persevere through. We're going to fight everything. But all of these talents have the ability to get back out there. They're going to get booked. Everybody that we mentioned is going to get yeah. booked because yeah. they're, they're good at what they do. Hey, everyone. Lindsay Rhodes here. And if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. A true legend. You can now hear him as a, well, he's a host of the stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. You know him. He needs no introduction. It is Gerald Briscoe joining us on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. How you doing, Gerald? Oh, man, I couldn't be better. I, you know, just hearing the name Mark Henry, if that don't bring a smile on your face, nothing will. You're, you're, you're a miserable human being if Mark Henry cannot entertain you and bring a smile to your face. I love this, man. He, He's, he's my son. Mark and I formed a special bond. You know, 
you know, being an athlete, growing up as an athlete, and and uh, you, you learn you learn real quick to look around and see what a man has got in his bag and what he's carrying. I, I you know, I, I'm old school, and I, you know, I grew. I started wrestling when I was seven years old. I always had that. Wrestlers always have this habit of you see somebody, you kind of side them up. Well, you know, that's good, but you got to grab a hold of. Brother, you know, I grabbed a hold from the Brock Lesnar, the Kurt Angles, the, the Andre the Giants, all those guys. You know, I've had the privilege of grabbing a hold of. I grabbed a hold of Mark Henry. Right away, something clicked in my mind. Briscoe, this is not a guy that you want to play with too much. You can play with him a little bit because Mark <laughs> liked that, but you, you, there's a yeah. limit that you, you know up here you better not take. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, mean, hey, I rib. I mess Ryan, with Mark. I've seen him. I was gonna say, I've Mark. I, I, I mess. I was gonna say, I mess with you, man. But I only do it because we're like, uh, you know, 1,500 miles away. Like I mess with you a whole lot less uh, when we're face to face. And I would imagine a lot of people have learned that lesson. But to Gerald's point, no, Gerald, you're not wrong, man. Uh, Mark Henry makes it very easy to get excited, to get happy, uh, to hang out for three hours and talk uh, professional wrestling. Gerald, you just said it. You have a very special relationship with Mark. You've known him for decades. Uh, what I, I just, I just got to ask you, like favorite Mark Henry stories i love hearing like from back in the day from like stories about my buddy because i've only known mark for a few years i've got a couple stories but you got all the stories gerald briscoe what a what's a favorite mark henry memory that you got in your banks there well you know mark is a very prideful man uh one you know uh i heard i heard all the <laughs> training stories he and him brock of course were you know uh training together out out in the ohio valley and uh, and so uh you know, Brock coming in national champion, uh, and and uh, Kurt uh, and and uh, Mark being a, a Olympian and all this world strongest man, and so you know both of those guys are competitive as hell, and they sure. both looked sure. at each other and looked at each other across the ring, and uh, I, I heard this story from some of the other guys that was there, and you just knew, you just knew one day that these two bulls were going to lock horns, and you know. One day they did. One day they locked up. And, you know, Brock being a national champion, Brock, you know, a big, strong dude, too, obviously. And uh, and from what I heard, Brock would shoot in. And and uh, Mark was the only guy in that camp that could block uh, uh, Brock from getting a takedown. Sheldon Benjamin was there. All kinds of studs were there. And, uh, and but, but Mark was the man. So, I remember when we finally got the call up, Mark Henry called up. We were some little town. I forgot where it was. Uh, but, you know, I walk in the dressing room. I want to be, uh, I want to uh, talk to Mark. So, you know, uh, I, I go in and, and Mark, Mark had, you know, I would never really met each other, but we'd heard about each other. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm like I said, as an athlete, I wanted to lock up the guy, but I was scared to death lock up. But he stood up, you know, and here's this <laughs> giant of a man. So, uh, you know, I just started talking trash to him. And here's this old man talking trash to Olympia. And everybody's kind of looking. And I think Mark kind of got, got, got in his mind. Well, I don't know if this guy's crazy enough to take me, but probably he is. So, you know, there was always that kind of standoffish, you know, that, that we wouldn't really lock up. Then one day, you know, we're both in a good mood. We did, I just I just go for it, Briscoe, and see what the guys carry. You know, and I locked up with him. And like I said, as soon as I locked up with him, man, that neck out to here. And have you ever grabbed a, his tricep? 
Brother, yeah, no, it's, it's all like, it's, 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 it's like stone. Gra- gra- it's like grabbing yeah. an eighteen wheeler going seventy mile an hour down the yeah. highway. Like brick, I knew brick right and stone, there, Gerald. <laughs> I knew right there in my old Oklahoma feeble mind that this is somebody. So I said, Mark, you're a Briscoe boy. Now those are the, that's the name I give all my guys I recruit from college at Rasting. They're all Briscoe boys. I all love them. They're all great athletes. But Mark, Mark, you can always tell Mark had that something special. There's some funny stories too. I mean, the, the, the pride, you know, we did, we did a stunt. I think it was in your hometown of Houston where Mark was going to turn his car over. And, uh, you know, uh, we wanted to gimmick. Mark said, you ain't going to gimmick this car in my hometown. You know? <laughs> and so we, of course we did rehearsal. <laughs> Mark would try it all day long, man, to turn that car over without, without a, a, a gimmick turning it over for him. So, he, uh, you know, it comes showtime. He said, we said, Mark, we're going to have to hook that gimmick up. And he said, no, you're not. No, you're not. He'd tell him Bruce Pritchard, I think. Well, no, you're not. No, you're not. And so, uh, well, we can't screw this up. This is really a stepping stone for you to elevate yourself. So, Mark, you know, and this just shows you what kind of mind that, that, and what, what, what positivity can do to a body and to your strength. So that, that, that countdown comes, the music hit, Mark had introduced Mark. Mark's going to feed a streak. He's going to turn. Now, we don't have that damn car gimmick. Mark goes over there. He pushes, pushes one time, and JR and everybody's, you know, commentating, trying to give it a description. Well, he can't do it. He can't do it. Mark steps back. You can see that determination. He takes that step that he does, and, you know, rolls that shoulder over and rolls that other thing. He hooks on that car, ball of that car. He left and left. You can think he got in his gut. He picked that thing up and tip. You should have heard that crowd at, at that Coliseum we were at in Texas. It was like, oh, we knew right there, man. This guy is a beast, man. But I love him. I mean, we uh, want to say he, he took so much ribbon. If you could imagine anybody ribbing a, a 400 pound monster like Mark Henry, but Mark <laughs> took it with the greatest uh, salt. He's small. He's not comfortable, brother. You knew if you rib Mark Henry, you were going to get a rib back. And he was one of the master man. Everybody talks about Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect, but that guy sat right there. He was one of the most entertaining guys that we had at the backstage of the business. And everybody loved him, man. It, it's a pleasure, my brother, to be on here with you. Dad, I sure appreciate all the kind words. Uh, you do something that on a day-to-day, on a week-to-week basis that I wish I could do, is you get to have a conversation with Bradshaw and y'all tell stories. <laughs> you can have him. You can have him. <laughs> He said, you can have him. <laughs> but tell, tell us about how this, this podcast came to be. Oh, yeah, you know, Mark, thanks for asking that question. As you know, JBL is one of those entertaining guys back there, and John kind of gets gets categorized in, in this category of being a bully and all that, but he's one of the most kind-hearted he guys is. <laughs> that you can ever come across, right? I mean, the stuff that he did for rugby, he moved over to the island of Bermuda. He started a rugby league there, and he actually had guys start you know, from their kids. And now these guys are playing Division One college rugby. Now he's gone into Memphis with the inner city kids there, and uh, he does fundraising. He bought over 500 computers last year for these uh, inner city kids, you know, when everybody was trying to do virtual learning and not all these kids had access to computers and everything. Well, this club that he formed, he made sure through his fundraising ability 
that everybody had a computer. Everybody had, were on equal basis. And not only did they have the computer, but they had people there that could uh, instruct them on how to use it. So John, John is just a wonderful person and we're both very positive people. And, and once you get to know John and know his kind heart, but we, we started out during the pandemic when everybody was you know, uh, locked in at home. Well, I started doing that, that goofy little road story with Briscoe and I'd tell these stories, but they, you know, I, I would get a little, I would ne never tell anything negative because I'm not, I'm not a negative person. I don't like to live that life. I don't like to run from people when you talk negative about them. And JBL's the same way. Well, I ran out of stuff. So I started this other deal, you know, Briscoe's big announcement. And it was all, all based on fun stuff, on enjoys trying to put a smile on people's faces was all we were trying to do. JBL was doing the same thing. And of course, it kind of ran its course and we we're kind of looking at it. So one day I get a call from John. He said, hey, we, you know, we're both doing the same thing. We're, we're you know, both, both really doing the similar. Let's do a show together. You know, so we just said, okay, let's, let's do it. So we, 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 we kind of set the groundwork, you know, Hey, we're not going, we're not out here. We, we, I, I hate shoot at what, when they say a shoot interview, man, Mark knows if you're going to shoot with somebody to me, that's physical. That's not verbal. If I got an issue with somebody, you know, it's to their face. It's not, it's not hiding behind a camera somewhere. Yes, and sir. so I hate that term, you know, shoot interview. Hello. We, we right away. What we're not going to do shoot interview. We're going to tell like, 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 a the little logo that we got, you know, a pickup truck driving through West Texas, you know, with a little country music playing. We want you to feel like you're in the backseat of the car or sitting in a dressing room next to Mark Henry and telling these stories backstage that, that entertain the guys. And not only, not only the legendary stories, but the legends who made those legendary stories are telling the stories. So we just have a good time. It's, a, it's, a, it's our conversation just like we're having now, it's not question and answer yet, but we'll get the questions answered because I know there's a lot of people that have the questions out there. But right now, we just want to bring to you the great road stories that Mark grew up hearing because yeah. Yeah, we go back, Stan Hansen, we go back to Freebird when Freebird sure. with Michael Hayes was doing a moonwalk and he moonwalked into a, one of these big rotating <laughs> fans, you know, there went as not only did uh, X-Pac get his ponytail, but the big fan at Texas got his ponytail also. Oh, my God. We just tell the funny <laughs> stories, and we let the legends tell those stories. Dad, you, you, I got the, the honor and the privilege to be uh, with you uh, a few months ago, and I had never met Thunderbolt Patterson. And I got a chance to meet him, and you started telling me all of these stories with y'all traveling the road. And I feel like that's the best part of pro wrestling when you retire from the business is to be able to sit with the elders and sit with the guys that paved the road for you and hear like the, the fun of the business. And I, I hope y'all keep doing that. Like um, uh, you told me a, a story about Thunderbolt when y'all got pulled over by the cops. Can you can you tell that story, please? Because I need to I'll, know that. I'll tell a cleaned up story about that. The now. clean it version. Was, uh, and 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 you uh, you you don't know what what a thrill it was for me. I mean, Thunderbolt Patterson and I. We're going back to 
you know, right, 1969, 1970, we're in North Carolina, where are the racial tensions, the schools are, are still fighting to become integrated. My wife actually got a job at the first integrated school in Charlotte, North Carolina, and, and taught there. But uh, Jim Crockett Sr. teamed uh, Thunderbolt and I up. It was the first interracial tag team. Well, I'm Native American, so I never considered myself a white guy. <laughs> I was... You know, I grew up in Oklahoma. Happy Heritage Month. Month. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and I'm very prideful of that. But, uh, uh, you know, I, if you were uh, a part Native American at that time, you know, you were called names. I grew up, you know, in, in a real rural town. And, and I, I would see the sign that, that Mark's people had seen. No, no alcohol sold to, sold to Indians. Well, of course, I wasn't old enough to drink, but that sign always offended me. I always wanted to go back there after I turned the right age and walk in that place and say, okay, tell me you're not going to serve me, you know. But I grew, I grew up in, 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 in that delta. But uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, I forgot what, what the question was. About the you and Thunderbolt. Oh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. So anyway, uh, we, 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 we became partners at you know, in the summertime, uh, Jim Crockett Sr. would run all these little, little, what we called spot shows back in the day, where you just run them once a month, run them during the uh, summertime. So we go into these little towns. I never will forget, we're driving into this one uh, one city. There's a big sign there, Wilk, North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. It said, welcome to North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, home of the KKK. And wow. Uh, Klu Klux Klan. And so Thunderbolt looked at me, kind of elbowed me. He said, I guess who I know who's going into 7-Eleven. I said, Thunderbolt, you're just saying that because you don't want to buy the booze tonight. You don't want to buy the beer tonight. So, so anyway, <laughs> about three days later, we're going to Richmond, Virginia. We started making some money. So Thunderbolt goes and buys him a new Eldorado Cadillac. Brother, it's black on black on black. And man, Thunderbolt liked to push that gas pedal. So we're whizzing up the, up the road there to Virginia, where the hell we're going. We're, we're up by uh, by Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going about 85 mile an hour in a 60, uh, 60 mile an hour zone. And there's speed traps all over the south, as everybody knows. All, and they're probably all over the north and everywhere. But we happen to hit one of those speed traps. So Bolt is driving down. He just got to, it's got dealer placed on you, mind you. Here's, here's this black man and this this Indian guy kid sitting next to him and uh, here comes this big old bubble police officer up, you know, on a thunderbolt hits the button and back in, you know, roll down automatic roll down windows was, was an extra, you know, everything was an extra. All these things that you get now for Sandra was, 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 was an uh, uh, accessory. Thunderbolt rolls it down. That cop kind of steps back and looks in there, sees me, sees boat. He looks at that car. He said, I, where's your license registration? You got a dealer tag. Well, I just picked up the car. Uh, I don't, I don't have uh, 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 all that stuff with me. I got my driver's license with me. He pulls it out. Of course, his name is Claude Patterson and not Thunderbolt Patterson on the driver's license, Claude Patterson. <laughs> well, Mr. Patterson, you don't have any proof of, of ownership of this car. I'm going to have to ask you guys to get out and go sit in the back of my car. Boat said, I just bought the car, officer. You can call the dealership. Well, no. So he takes us, takes the keys, sets us in the back car, takes us to the police station, mind you. 
because here's a black man driving a brand new Eldorado with a dealer tag on. And now I'm, I'm getting a feeling because Thunderbolt and I would talk about racial issues all the time, you know, growing up in Oklahoma, being a Native American and, and a him, a, him a black man. We had some similar stories. So they get us to the police station. So we call the promoter. Hey, we're locked up. He said, run over to the, uh, to the airport when you, when you get, get three and get a plane and, and you make it up because we had a sellout crowd in Richmond, Virginia. That's where we was going. So we go to the airport. All of a sudden, down lands this, uh, this the big Lear, uh, black Learjet comes in and it pulls right up to our terminal. And we're thinking, <laughs> man, Mr. Murdick treated us awesome, man. So out the door open to this big Learjet. All of a sudden, now we didn't know they, ex they expect this. The door pops open. All of a sudden, these three beautiful ladies walk out of the, uh, the airplane and we're kind of elbowing each other, hey, looking no. at each other. And right behind it is this dude in a full-length white meat coat with this hat on. It's the godfather of soul, Jade Brown. Well, both Thunderbolt and I are just going crazy. Jade Brown walks over with his ladies. All of a sudden, he looks out of the corner of his eyes. He spots Thunderbolt. He comes running with Thunderbolt Patterson, Gerald Briscoe, guy, a huge wrestling fan. What do you got? Well, we told him the whole story. The cop took Thunderbolt's new. He said, hell, I'll get in the plane, have my pilot fly you guys up the wrist. But no, we got a plane coming in. Of course, here comes one of those little puddle jumpers up for me and both get in. Both almost <laughs> embarrassed to get on the plane, but we made the town. It took both 10 days through a lot of even political work for him to get his own uh. Eldorado back. Uh, that that's just some of the stuff that 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 we went through but it was so great to see thunderbolt a dear friend of mine old friend of mine and mark henry sitting in the hotel and mark leaning up uh, i mean they were almost uh uh nose to nose uh, mark just listened to the stories that thunderbolt was sharing man just warm my heart man and and them meeting james brown I just wanted you right? to know that, Ryan. Like they, I mean, that was an unbelievable story. And and that's 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 the wrestling business. Like, yeah, the stuff that happens just in a matter of fact, sometimes is greater than the wrestling. I, a, a story, a story, Gerald Briscoe, that I am slowly learning as I uh, become more and more a part of this uh, special world. I can't imagine the amount of stories that you have st in, in store for your listeners. I could listen to them all day. That was obviously, I mean, it doesn't get much better uh, than the king himself, James Brown. That was awesome. Gerald Briscoe, for anybody that uh, wants to listen, which I imagine is ample, that is stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it wherever you digest your podcast. Gerald, man, I, I'm sorry we only had a half an hour. I feel like we could have went four hours. I, I appreciate everything you've given to this business, man, and uh, I love hearing your stories. I can't wait Me to hear too. more from it uh, on that show you got with JBL, man. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Freeman. Sound designed by Mary Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.